Okay, earlier you might have heard us chatting to anti-crime activist Yusuf Abramji. He was going to respond to, uh, first of all, what we put together yesterday, uh, bribe hotspots, mainly in Joburg and Ikuruleni. Somebody said we must get the Tswane police on. We only got one uh, spot out of Tswane. It was out in midstream, so it's actually not even in the city itself. Tswane, you're going to have to come up with more if we're going to get the Tswane police on to account for that. We heard from Tlolani Fitlo, who described how uh, the systems work uh, in regard to setting up roadblocks and more crucially collecting data on where officers have been at any given time. Yusuf Abramji is back, hopefully on a better line. Anti-crime activist, you know him well. Yusuf, a very good, answer, uh, uh, good uh, afternoon to you. You were starting to say that uh, you you had put together a video or put up on uh, X a video uh, uh, about uh, this bribe situation. Uh, pick up from there, if you will, please. Good afternoon, John. Well, I was saying that the problem of bribery and corruption is very widespread uh, across very par- many parts of Gauteng and also on some of the neighboring provinces, especially on the provincial roads. It involves members of the South African Police Service, metro cops, provincial cops, uh, and that is a real concern. On Saturday, I posted a video uh, of an incident that took place in Lenasia where members of the South African Police Service, apparently from Lenasia, apparently took bribes from foreigners claiming that they were illegally in South Africa, although they produced ID books. The one person claimed he paid a bribe of 9,000 rand, and he says it's a regular occurrence. Um, I've even heard reports from other areas around Gauteng, especially the Johannesburg CBD, of how common that is. When it comes to the motorists, that particular problem has been carrying on for years. We've seen a very few convictions purely because members of the public, the drivers, uh, are too scared, John, to open charges after it's happened. So if, for example, the cop claims that uh, you are driving under the influence of alcohol and the guy had a drink or two, you simply pay the two or three thousand rand. And believe it or not, sometimes these rotten cops even take their victims to ATMs waiting for them to withdraw the money yes. before they let them go. I've had an incident in, in Centurion, which we reported um, to the TMPD about a year ago, where the entire conversation was captured on a dash cam and the video footage was captured. Luckily, that particular victim opened the charge. The two cops were arrested. That matter is still pending before a court of law. Yeah. The other day, I, I had a, a call from... A, a motorist saying that uh, Chwane Metro cops were stopping motorists along the R55 near Sutherland Ridge. I took a quick drive there. I stopped there. And believe it or not, they were in a private unmarked vehicle. I immediately contacted the ma- mayoral committee member responsible for the TMPD. And he gave me feedback to say, unfortunately, because of budgetary pro- problems, they do not, have, do not have enough money. They do not have enough marked cars. And they're using what they call fleet cars. Right. Now, that opens the door for corruption. Absolutely. For, for years, John, we've been calling for Metro Cops and members of the SAPS to have dash cameras. If you look at many other parts, um, dash cameras, uh, yes, dash cameras for the vehicles and also body cameras. So if they switch off the body camera immediately, the alarm will be alerted and right. they'll be caught out. I think the, the one way of solving it is to make sure, first of all, that members of the public pursue it till the end. Do not be scared. They, they, they might threaten you, but they, you, you need to take this and go uh, to the South African Police Service, uh, open charges, go to IPED if you have to. The internal departments of Botswana, uh, EMPD, and um, Johannesburg are very effective. The other day I had a case, John, where 
they took money from a truck driver. Right. Uh, and when I went to the EMPD, they immediately responded. They got hold of the internal affairs manager that contacted me. I put them in touch uh, with the um, with the driver, but he unfortunately again decided not to pursue it, saying that uh, you know what, um, he just paid the bribe. So, so I think Kolani makes a very valid point. You yeah. know, it's often the the person that pays the bribe and the corrupt cops which are the problem. I, I want to ask you this. I mean, Yusuf, you 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 listened in while I was chatting to Kolani Fitler, and I was trying to get a sense of how regulations frame, but also record the activities of JMPD officers uh, in the course of a shift. They sounded to me to be quite loose, but but what's your view? You've obviously followed and watched this more closely. Major problem, an hour ago I was driving along Senton Drive, two blocks away from the Senton police station uh, in a northerly direction, and I saw uh, uh, JMPD uh, cops pulling off people, no sign of a roadblock. It's what he calls stop and search. Uh, he said it's volunteer, it's important for them to register where they stop the vehicles. And nine out of ten times, John, these, uh, these cops do not do that. Uh, the, the South African police uh, service members have what they call a pocketbook. Right. It's important for them to make a note of every activity almost, and some of them do and others don't, uh, of what happens. And I think the JMPD and all other Metro police officials should make it a rule, uh, should make it compulsory for them to make a yes. note in a logbook of each and every stop and search and even write down the number plates of those particular vehicles like they often do at the roadblocks where they have to get yes. the South African Police Service roadblocks. Um, and, and I think that will be a big deterrent uh, in the fight against bribery and corruption. Also, um, you know, um, we've had cases where people were taken to the ATMs and when the investigators followed up, they, thought they got the footage from the filling stations and the ATM machines right. where these Money was withdrawn, and that is important evidence. And if you have a dash camera in your car, yes. uh, it will be a quite an easy way because with the visuals and the sound is often recorded on the front or the rear camera to convict these corrupt cops uh, will be very, very easy. But I think we as motorists yes. have a very important role to play to Indeed. report them. I mean, uh, last year I, uh, I had another call uh, along Vierda Road where two Shwane Metro police officials, and I'm surprised that we didn't get many Shwane hotspots. It's a major problem. Stop their motorists. They were using their own private car. They were off duty. They were right. in uniform. And what they were doing, John, is taking bribe after bribe from motorists. And all the, the people that uh, came to me to say these cops took a bribe and we quit to go on social media and to complain and to winch said, no, we are too scared to go it's, and uh, it, report it. it. It indeed is a huge problem. Yusuf Abramji sharing a huge amount of uh, detail from his experience uh, of the work that he does as an anti-crime activist. Well, we'll keep that up. We we don't have the uh, Twane hotspots. If you want us to get them on uh, an and account, we're going to try and have a chat possibly tomorrow to Ikuruleni. Uh, give us, start loading them up. So we've got something to talk about. O double one eight eight three O seven O two and O seven two seven O two one seven O two.